Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, faculty in religion at Skidmore College. Our show is hosted in partnership with the CAP Center at UCSB. And today I have a distinct pleasure, and that is uh, the chance to talk with uh, Dr. Philip Gorski, who is professor of sociology and religious studies at Yale University. Professor Gorski is a distinguished sociologist of religion. Doing this show is is a pleasure uh, on so many fronts. I get to have conversations with colleagues and peers and and a lot of folks who I probably wouldn't get to talk to normally. And every once in a while, you get to sort of interview someone who is kind of in the in the ranks of a distinguished scholar that um, you never had a, an excuse to talk to before, and now you have one, and, and that's the case today. So uh, Dr. Gorski's work has been overwhelmingly influential for a generation of folks working on American religion, American sociology of religion, the history of American religion, and so on. He is the author of many works, but I'll just mention a couple. One is American Babylon, Christianity and Democracy Before and After Trump, which came out in 2020. Uh, Another work is American Covenant, a history of civil religion from Puritans to the present, and that is from 2019. And the list goes on and on. I'm here today to talk to him about a new book that he is writing with Sam Perry, who I know many of you know from uh, his work uh, on white Christian nationalism. And they're writing a book together, which is uh, tentatively titled Flag and Cross, White Christian Nationalism and the Threat to American Democracy. That title may change, but that's what they're going with. And it'll be out uh, next year from Oxford University Press. So before I go on, Dr. Gorski, thanks thanks for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me on the show, Brad. As you know, I'm a huge fan, so it's really fun to be here to talk with you. Uh, I didn't know you and Sam were writing a book together, and when I found out, uh, I was delighted. For those of you out there who who don't know, the, the analogy I'll make is, if you remember when LeBron James went to Miami and they play, and he played alongside Dwayne Wade, you know, it was kind of like two uh, superstars teaming up. Well, that is what we have here. Sam Perry and Philip Gorski together is like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade of American sociology of religion. That's that's how uh, that's how it works. So the book is going to be amazing. You have provided me with a kind of sneak peek, and uh, I'm really excited to talk to you about it. So let me start by asking you this: we we've talked a lot about Christian nationalism on our show. We've sort of uh, followed Sam and and Andrew Whitehead and their definition of it. We've really drawn on it uh, in significant ways. One of the things I really love about what you're bringing to this new book is a is a deep historical dimension. And you talk about how white Christian nationalism on this continent really started uh, quite a long time ago. You call it a deep story as it relates to uh, the United States. So let me just ask, when in your mind did white Christian nationalism start here? And what makes it what you call a deep story? Yeah, great question. You know, white Christian nationalism is something that is more and more you know, being discussed first in academic circles now increasingly. Um, out, of, out, out in the wider public. And um, I think it's something that people oftentimes um, think is something that's new. Um, they think it, maybe it's the same thing as the religious right, or maybe it's similar to evangelicalism. So they go, you know, it formed in the 80s or it formed in the 50s, or maybe they think it's just something that kind of 
you know, popped out of the, dropped out of the sky on, uh, on January 6th of this year. And so one of the things that we're trying to do in this book is say no. I mean, this is something that is as old as the history of American settler colonialism. Um, it didn't form in 1990 or 1950. It formed more like in 1650 or 1690, though 1690 is the date that uh, that I give really is um, one where you really see it in a it's kind of full blown uh, form uh, for the for, for the first time. And call it a deep story for a couple of reasons. One is um, the that it it has historical depth, but also uh, because it has uh, cultural and psychological depth. So I it. There are, of course, folks out there who um, are explicitly developing a Christian nationalist narrative about the United States. That you know, people like David Barton, uh, you know, and this is also something that uh, finds its way into a lot of Christian uh, homeschooling and Christian academy history textbooks. But you know, it's also just deep in the sense that it's, it's, I think. Uh, just pervasive to the point of almost invisible um, in in many parts of, of the evangelical subculture. And it's also psychologically deep in the sense that I think even people who never heard of David Barton, who weren't Christian homeschool, just absorb some of its fundamental ideas out of the subculture so that it structures the way that they think about the United States, the way that they think about American politics, the way that they think of themselves uh, in their place in the world uh, in a way that they may not even really be fully conscious of. And that's really where the concept comes from. It comes from uh, another sociologist, Arlie Hochschild, who wrote a book called Strangers in Their Own Land uh, that came out around the time when Trump was first elected. He was trying to understand how it could be that a bunch of relatively um, less affluent uh, rural folks in Louisiana could nonetheless be um, politically conservative and, and, and pro-business. Um, and so that's really where we you know, first got this, uh, this notion of the, of the deep story that we're using to structure part of the narrative of the book. One of the ways that you describe the kind of structure of this deep story is through sort of uh, little mini narratives, or, or mini might be the wrong word, but embedded narratives. And, and those narratives are the promised land story, the end time story, and the racial curse story. And as I was, you know, reading the, the the sneak peek of the book that you gave me, it became very apparent to me that, as you just said, these these narratives are so embedded within American culture that even those who are not necessarily uh, saturated with evangelical uh, cultures or spaces uh, end up adopting these stories as sort of just the standard, as sort of so, just kind of normal. And I'm wondering if you could take us through those. Um, you know, let's start with the Promised Land story. How does the promised land uh, ideal work in the in the white Christian nationalist mind? Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us 
keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard. I promise. 